What's up, Endurifiers? This is Mario, and I'm back with another episode of Endurify. And uh, today, uh, I want to share the top 10 most common first-time triathlete mistakes. And, uh, you know, it's, it's almost May, and so races are starting to pop up, and races are starting to happen. And uh, many of you that are listening to this might be thinking about or might actually be signed up for your first triathlon uh, this summer. And uh, with that in mind, I basically wanted to share some of the most common mistakes that first-time triathletes make. Now, I saw this on triathlete.com. And so uh, it's a very credible site. And after going through this article uh, and you know going through all 10 of them, I can pretty much guarantee that you are going to do this uh, because I have made all of these mistakes um, in the eight years that I've done triathlons. So uh, it's definitely uh, credible. It's definitely happened to me. Um, And even after listening to this, there's a chance that you might forget because there's 10 of them. Uh, But let's get into it. So number one most common first-time triathlete mistake is not being familiar with swimming in open water. So a lot of you, your first sprint, uh, your first triathlon might be a sprint triathlon, which is a, a 500 meter swim, which, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that doesn't really seem that bad. You know, it can be around 10 minutes uh, for some people, a little bit longer for others. If you're a good swimmer, you'll get it done in less than 10 minutes. Um, but Open water swimming is so completely different than swimming in the pool. So uh, that is the number one most common mistake. Uh, number two, not practicing running after biking. So a lot of people, if it's your first triathlon, you think that it's a swim and then a bike and then a run event. And that's true. And you and, and based on that, you may set up your training that way. One day you do swimming, one day you, you do biking, and then the next day or a separate day you do running. But really, the way that you need to think of it is this is a running event after a bike event. Um, so I think I've seen it before where an Ironman is really just a, a bike race with a warm-up swim and then a jog to the finish line. So that's for a long distance, a full distance Ironman. But a lot of people just run separately in their training and they don't practice biking and then running. And that's called a break workout. And that is honestly one of the most important things to do is to train your body uh, to, uh, to be able to run after you've biked uh, for a longer distance. Uh, so number three, uh, forgetting gear or having too much gear in the transition area. Uh, there's like literally so many things that you need to remember with your goggles and your wetsuit and your bike and your bike shoes and your bike helmet and your your uh, glasses and sunscreen and food and uh, nutrition and shoes and hats and race belt. It's just like that is just a few things that are, you know, off the top of my head. Um, so there's just so many things that you need to keep track of. And it can be really common to just forget something obvious. Uh, there's been times where I've actually forgotten my bike shoes, have to turn around and race back and go get them before the race. Uh, there's been times where I've missed uh, my my goggles or my sunglasses. So this is a very common mistake with all the things that you need to keep track of. Number four, uh, you can't find your bike or your racking spot during transition. So after you get out of the swim and you're jogging 
Uh, you're, you're probably tired. You're exhausted. You're jogging uh, to transition and you need to start to try and find your bike. But all, you know, some of these races have 500 or 600 people or possibly more uh, in pre-COVID times. And how are you going to find your bike? Right there, you, you need to have a landmark or something that can help you find it. Uh, I've spent minutes looking for my bike, uh, even when it's like you know what your bike looks like, but it's just you're in that moment, you're tired, and you, you're not thinking as clear, clearly as you are. So, this is a very common one where you can't uh, find your bike in transition. Number five, going off course. On the swim. So, this is very similar to that first one with, you know, not practicing open water swimming or not being comfortable with open water swimming. And this is a big one because uh, it's happened to me a couple times where I know that a sprint triathlon is, you know, a, a 500 meter swim. But if you sometimes I'll look at my race watch and I'll be like, what? 600 meters? Why is that? Why did I do that? And that's because you zigzag when you're doing open water swimming and you may actually swim longer than what you need to. And that's because you're going off course uh, on the swim. And uh, that's just a huge mistake that you want to try and avoid if you can. So number six, seven, and eight are all about nutrition. And I have made all of these mistakes and I've learned kind of the hard way, like how to do nutrition. But number six is getting kind of the what of fueling wrong. And so this is where it talks about how everyone's kind of GI or gastrointestinal system has a different sets of likes and dislikes. So kind of your list of what your body can tolerate on race day is going to be different from my list. And so that's where it's important to understand what does your body tolerate and what does your body not tolerate so that when it comes to race day, you're, you're doing those tried and true uh, foods. Um, so, you know, this is where you need to kind of test your feeling choices in training in the weeks leading into race day. So the first one is just kind of getting the what wrong and like choosing kind of the wrong foods or drinks that are going to fuel you. Uh, the seventh biggest, most common mistake is getting the how much of fueling or hydrating wrong. This is where you know you need to figure out what foods or drinks your body's going to tolerate, but then you need to figure out how much of that do you need in a given race. Uh, and and you know a lot of mistakes or a lot of triathletes make the mistake of having too uh, little nutrition or way too much nutrition in their first race. So that's a big one. And then number eight is getting the when of fueling and nutrition wrong. So if you figured out what your body tolerates, if you figured out um, if you figured out how much your body needs in a race, the next step is to figure out when you should uh, you should be fueling during the race. And the the big mistake here that a lot of triathletes make is they don't actually start fueling until they're way too late in the process. And then you're kind of trying to play catch up. And so it's better to be more consistent than to wait until it's too late and then have to play catch up. So uh, six, seven, and eight are all about uh, nutrition. Then uh, number nine is a big one where it's people just don't understand the rules. Um, you know, if you've done like a 5k or a 10k, then you haven't really had to pay much attention to learning, uh, the race rules, right. For a running event. 
Um, you just show up, you put your race bib on, you run the course, and you ignore kind of there's there's no real rules that are are super important. But uh, in triathlon, there's a few uh, rules that you do have to follow, um, and it's important to kind of show up on race day aware of those. And then number ten, nothing new on race day. So. You know, this is uh, this is just a common thing for you know not just nutrition, but also with with gear. You know, if you've ever heard things like "How do I put my wetsuit on?" or "When does the race store race start?" or "How do these new bike shorts work?" Um, you know, how many bike or run loops do I need to do? Um, or you're just not sure of the actual transition uh, setup. You know, there's this is uh, this is something that you know, a lot of triathletes, uh, a mistake that a lot of triathletes make. So you want to kind of research ahead of time. Uh, you want to not, you know, try new gear on race day. You want to make sure you're doing that. And, uh, you want to make sure you're not testing out new nutrition on race day. So those are kind of the, the top 10 most common, uh, mistakes that, uh, first time triathletes make. So just kind of to recap, because we went through them pretty quickly. Number one, is not being familiar with swimming in open water. Number two, not practicing running after biking. Number three, forgetting gear or having too much gear in the transition area. Number four, you can't find your bike or your racking spot during the transition. Number five, going off course on the swim. Number six is getting the what of fueling wrong. Number seven is getting the how much of fueling and hydration wrong. Number eight, getting the when of fueling and, hyd- and hydration wrong. Number nine, just not knowing the triathlon rules. And number 10, nothing new on race day. So uh, this is where I want to kind of bring it back to you. Uh, if, you know, if you're somebody who's uh, taking on your first triathlon this year, or maybe it's your first half Ironman or your first full Ironman this year, go back and revisit these 10 common mistakes and circle the two or three that you're maybe least confident in right now and then start to think about what are some potential solutions to those and speaking of that uh, i did just quickly go through the top 10 most common mistakes what i'm going to do tomorrow is i'm going to share uh the you know potential solutions to these uh to these mistakes so uh that is what i have for you today i want you to listen to these top 10 uh, mistakes, circle the two or three that you feel like you're least confident in, and then listen to the episode uh, tomorrow where I'm going to go through the solutions for these top 10 things. So that's what I have for today. I hope that that served you. I hope you all have an amazing day.